All right, all right, all right. Welcome to week five of Cracking a Cold One. Cheers, Cheers buddy. buddy. <laughs> I'm with the tea again. Got the tea. Got me a nice little pounder of uh, the high noon, so. Welcome, everybody, to... Uh, to cracking a cold one, we are your fearless hosts as always, Joxie and Degs. Um, you know, thank you to, as always, thank you to all of our audience and everybody that continues to support us and, you know, follow us. Um, we are, I'm going to cross my fingers and hopefully everything like works out well, but I got an SD card, have the batteries, everything's well, so we should have a video this week. Should have a video. Yes, we should. Very excited. Very excited for that. Very excited for that. So, a um, little bit of a different week because we're actually, right now, it's uh, Friday night that we're recording where we typically record on a Saturday. So, um, I'm actually, when this episode releases, I will be in good old Puerto Rico. Yes. Sweating my butt off. <laughs> but um, Tell everyone what you know. Yeah, so I'm going out to Puerto Rico actually for a missions trip. Uh, so I go, I go to the, to the, the journey over here in, uh, in Newark and, uh, typically we, I, I, I do a missions trip. At least I try to go on one once a year and, um, you know, I've gone to Africa last year. I went to, uh, Puerto Rico and I'm doing it again. So very excited for that. Um, this right now will be my last one for a little bit just because me and the wife want to hopefully plan for a little nino next year nina <laughs> so we'll see but um yeah so you know we're, we're gonna be out there we'll be doing um work in ponce and um working with the ch- with the church out there on their community center so very excited to see them again um pastor hector he's an, he's an amazing person um orlando pastor orlando he's actually our driver so we're, i'm excited to be with him again for another week and um, yeah, just everybody else that's that's going to be out there and, and just enjoying enjoying that time. Yeah, no, that it's great that you do that every year. I, I, I always tell you I'm proud of you for doing it. Appreciate it. It's really awesome. Um, yeah, so I'll definitely cheers to that. Yeah, well, cheers to that one. There we go. Great thing. Yeah, so I got an early flight, but hey, we're dedicated to this. We want to continue putting out some content every week. We haven't really discussed exactly what's going to happen week six, but more to come. Something will be out. Don't Something worry. will be out. Yep. All right. So we want to go over a few things today. Last week, you know, as we went, we went over a lot. And as, as you guys, you saw, it was a solid two hour episode, but today we're going to go over a few things. Um, you know, typically, well, obviously what we're going to do is always cover our upcoming games and our just our predictions um Deggs went ahead and you know he is our uh, leader for the schedules and he put on there our top five worst coaches in the league so I'm excited to go ahead and and talk about that of course we got a betting segment and the the fantasy segment so um do you want to go ahead and comment on the season-long record right now 
Absolutely. So season-long record uh, is 28-17 and 17 for Joxie, 26-19 and 19 for me. I did make up a game last week. I, I was down three, now I'm down two. So inching my way back. Uh, it's close. It is. We, we have just enough different picks where it it dictates each week yeah you know so uh it's been fun it, it's really fun listening to it after the games and see, seeing what we got right and what we got wrong and we're human you know don't don't get everything right but it, it's it's very fun this is going to be a season-long record we're going to keep track of but yeah. right now my boys got me by two it's it's fun it's uh I can't really say anything else, but that, that that it's fun, like to sit there and see how our our records are, are coming out to be so far this season. Um, you know, me me and Degs were were really really tight. We have talked sports for a while now, and it just shows that you know, with our records being so close, just how our minds are so much like so much like when it yeah. comes to talking about sports and and, and thinking about sports. So. Um, yeah, yeah, no. So let's let's go ahead and let's let's dive into to this week. So, um, <clears throat> you want to go ahead and start it off with uh, the London game? I do. Yup, Jacksonville versus Buffalo. So technically neutral ground, but you know Jacksonville, uh, kind of the home team over there. It kind of seems like they play there all the time. Well, it, this is also a back to back week for them over there, right? That's what I'm saying. That was interesting to for the NFL to do that. Um, yeah, I. You know, Buffalo traveling over there. <clears throat> I I want to say Buffalo. It, like it, it seems as if it's just an easy picket pick game where it's like Buffalo's going to win, going to go into to you know to London, and they're going to beat Buffalo or they're going to beat Jacksonville. Um, I think that Jacksonville has something still to be said about them. Uh, there's always a statement game at some point in the season. London games are almost to me. I always say like like Thursday Thursday night games are weird. Every Thursday night games they just they're they're really really odd. Um, same same are London games. Right. Anything I'm gonna know. go. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. I'm I'm gonna gonna stay true to Dougie P and and believing in what he's what he's building over there. Um, you know they they did have that that nice rebound game. Against the Falcons, but yep. the Falcons are the Falcons. Yeah, the the Falcons are you know they they have a grindy team down there, um, but that was just a that was just a bad game overall for them. Um, yeah, no, I, I think Jacksonville you know takes it back to back weeks in, in in London, and London's going to end up having like a statue outside of Jacksonville or something. They're going to they're gonna do something at some point, like opening a bar, and it's going to be like Jacksonville Jaguars related. Maybe they have one already. Who knows? Well, there's going to de- look into that. There's definitely been talks that they're going to bring a, a team over there to London potentially. They, you know, a lot, lot of... Which is very odd. If they were to do that, that would be just... Com- that, that wouldn't make any sense. Like traveling-wise, like... I get it that London London's not that far of a flight like compared to It's just like going to, to LA. That's what I was going to say. It's just like going to LA. I don't know. It's no, interesting. I it's, I, it's, I, it's, I wonder how it would work out. Yeah, that would be that would be very very interesting. I mean, you're I can see Canada. I mean, they're they're really close, right. but London, I don't know. I don't know. Well, so yeah, so 
you have Jacksonville. I got Buffalo. So so things to note on Jacksonville is ETN is still getting a lot of a lot of the workload there. Twenty carries last game, fifty five yards, three catches, uh-huh. uh, seventeen yards, eighty nine percent of snaps, seventy one percent of routes. So he's just dominating. Um, and with Zay Jones and Jamal Agnew out last week, Christian Kirk had a nice day. Twelve targets, eight catches, eighty four yards. He kind of seeming like he's more of the alpha. How about that boy over Ridley? How which is, about Christian shocking. Kirk after uh, a strong week one? But Kirk looks great, man. I mean the connect Ooh. the connection between him and Lawrence is carrying over from last yeah. year. Uh, so I, I I feel good that I, I have a decent amount of Christian Kirk stock in, in uh, fantasy this year. Uh, but he uh, salvaged a good day. Uh, fant- fantastic. Uh, I'm saying really salvaged the day because he had a touchdown. But other yeah. than that. You know, he, he just hasn't looked great. Um, so we'll, we're going to have to monitor that. Uh, I still think they're going to have a good day. I went back and forth with this with mm-hmm. Tredavious White out. Now that secondary is a little vulnerable. But the Bills just, I think they look so good right now. I, they had that bad week one loss, and yeah. it's like they, they snap back into yeah. reality. Diggs and Allen, looks like there's no beef there no more. 320, four touchdowns for Allen. 7, 6, 120, and three touchdowns to Diggs. Unbelievable game, complete dominance. Dalton Kincaid, he's running 79% of routes now, mm-hmm. so I think he surpassed Knox, something to keep in mind. It's going to be a good game, but Buffalo, I think, pulls it out. Which is something to be said, too, because uh, I actually traded for, for Dalton Kincaid, and a lot of fantasy experts out here are, are talking about that there's not much stock right now in, in Dalton Kincaid. Like to not, and, and listen, I mean, tight ends aren't going to be the end-all be-all to, for, for your team. They shouldn't be the end-all be-all, I should say, unless you have a Travis Kelsey. But um, I think that there's that, that he could end up turning it around. Buffalo, especially if that team, the way that that team is in the middle of the season, towards the end of the season. Well, you have to remember. Knotts was getting a he, lot last, last he, year. He's a rookie, right? Yeah. He's a rookie receiver. And he's. I just said he's running 79% of the routes on dropbacks. Right. When you're a tight end, you want anywhere from 70 or above. That's that's kind of what they consider elite route running for a tight end. It's coming. Yep. It's coming. It hasn't translated yet, but he's a great buy low. He's a talent. And to your point, later in the season, chemistry's going to get there. Proof is in the pudding, man. <clears throat> All right, let's move on. It's uh, going to be a good one. A nice little, nice little, nice little divisional game. <clears throat> so no, we no, have... no. It's not. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I looked at it um, as New York uh, Jets. Jets. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. All good. No, no, no. Giants, Miami. Uh, well, Giants, Dolphins. Just to say, I'm, I hate when I some when I do Mix that. It That's up. like yeah, where I so just said New the York team. Giants or Miami Dolphins. Yeah. 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 All right, so Giants, Dolphins, Dolphins. <laughs> this week. Um, there, there's no. Not a big debate here. Not a not a, not a huge debate. Um, Giants just they they got a lot, a lot of work that they got to do there. Um, I think it's just too much for them this season to go ahead and uh, and try to fill and 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 fix and you know go ahead and, and try to make a run for anything. Um, I don't know what are your, what are your thoughts on the Giants? Yeah, that, look when they when they made the deal with Dan Jones. I, I used this this analogy earlier when we were just talking. They were uh, between a rock and a and a, and a hard, you know, hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. They they had to make a decision. They did it. It's not paying out, and I think they're in a little bit of a situation. I'm not saying he's he's not 
good, not capable, but not the money they spent for him. He was sacked 11 times last week. I mean, it's not all on him. You can't let that happen. That's unbelievable. Seattle's defense is not that good, and they were looking like they were a lead out there. The pick six, the fumbles. It's they, the offensive line. It's the offensive line. We there's, saw there, that, that clip of Neil. Yep, and um, what's, what's his name? Uh, Micah Parsons actually said it. He said, and so they said it's all Daniel Jones, wow. where you literally see that. I mean, now mind you, I mean, not a lot of, not every quarterback is like Daniel Jones. I think sometimes that Daniel Jones, the one flaw that I see him do a lot is that whenever he's getting pressure, is that he actually like folds down. Yeah, yeah. Instead of keeping his head down, down the field, mind you, there are some times where he's broke out for a nice run. I'm not, taking anything, much, yeah, I'm not taking anything away from him on that, but like, in that game, when you look at that play, yeah. he had a hole that he could have ran up. But aside from that, this was all feedback and criticism towards that line. Yeah. Um, when when we look at that play, and everybody, if you you know follow Sports Center, if you watch the highlights, you know what play we're talking about. Um, the line just literally looked like they just gave up, and yeah. you just got ha- you had three people. At Daniel Jones's face within like two seconds. It's tough, tough to watch. It's it's tough. So, you know, with with Miami coming in now, Miami last week, you know that was that was a battle out that was a battle out game. You know, with uh, with with Buffalo. Yeah, and um, you know, obviously that's that's a divisional game for them. So, always going to be a always going to be a battle. But I think. In this game, they want to continue to, you know, put that stamp on 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 the league. I'm gonna still stick to what I um, I, I was talking to some of my coworkers the other day about this that that, you know, Miami, and some teams want to play their best football now. Some teams don't, which, you know, I, I heard AJ Brown talk about that with the Eagles, how they don't want to play their best football right now. They're still learning and figuring things out, and they want to play their best football towards the end of the season. Right, when matters. As yeah. long as they win, that's all that matters. Um, Miami tends to do this every single season, where they start off really, really strong. Right. Um, I, I pray that everything continues going well for Tua, that nothing happens. Um, I think that they win this game fair and square. There's no like, I don't think it's a battle. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. You know, Giants are down in Miami, so Miami's back home. I'm going to say that Miami wins by two scores. Um, it's it, Yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much how, that's how, that's how I feel about that team. They're, they're, they're a really, really good team. I just think that maybe at some point that, you know, maybe this is the year that they turn it around and they do go ahead and they keep it consistently throughout the whole entire season winning. But... Um, well, if Tua stays healthy, that was the big thing last year. He he had those head injuries, and then all, right. all hell, you know, I went to shed. But if he stays healthy, Keep that, that team's good. healthy, too. Right. Well, they did lose Armstead. They put him on mm-hmm. uh, IR. So mm-hmm. that's not a, a step in the right direction right. there. But right. if he can stay healthy, this team always has a chance. They went against one of the best teams last week. And I said that. I picked the Buffalo, and I said, I, I just think, you know, yeah. have a little more just of that – Divisional experience and success, and I think Miami kind of got to go through some of those growing pains. I still think they're going to win the division, uh, but and they just put up seventy points the week before. So you just think they're going to? I mean, Waddle and and Hill were definitely had modest games. Yes. It really was a Chan that 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 led the way with one hundred and one yards rushing, two touchdowns. He did get three green zone touches, so something to note there. Mostert uh, he got in the doghouse after fumbling it twice. So. 
I, I wonder what's going to happen between the snaps there going I'm curious forward. what's going on with Jeff Wilson down there, too, because I, I he, still have him. He could be in the fold. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very curious. And they, they just got Claypool now. Not that that means anything, but yeah. if anyone's going to be able to, like, figure him out, it's probably that, that, that offense. Right, right. I just put a claim in for him in our league. So. <laughs> I'm like, screw it. What's the worst that can happen? I'm, yeah. I'm not doing that well, so. Yeah, my, Miami takes us, though. G- yeah. Giants, the only thing to note that I'll say is the, the top three receivers in, in routes run, just – just so people know, is 86% for Slayton, 63% for Wandale Robinson, and then Hyatt is now third at 59%. So I think they're finally, you know, we, we suck. Dude, let's use the draft pick, right? So I, I, th- I think he's on the way up to something yeah. to monitor. Yeah. Um, talk about A-chan, too. Like, what a back – like, that man is – Someone – I heard someone on Twitter, they kind of comped him to Chris Johnson. Okay. And I, I kind of see it. He's kind of – he's got the same burst and in, in – and skill set that he had in a way, I still think Chris Johnson might be have a little, little more to him. But Come on now. Chris Johnson's, but a it's a good comparison. Yeah. I think the type of player. Yeah. No, I, I I'm happy for him that you know he got his shine and now he's he's continuing that 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 shine every single week. Looks great. Yeah, yeah. No, he he looks really good. Um, all right. Next next we have on the list the Saints and Patriots. Um. Damn, this is a tough one. It is a tough one. You go first. You got yourself already decided. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm undecided on still on this one. So the last two weeks I've, I've said New Orleans Saints. Yeah. And they've lost the last two weeks. And, <laughs> and they failed me. Well, I'm, I'm going back to the well again. Uh, Doubling down. I think oh, the Saints. Tripling down, I should say. I think they win. Uh, tough game offensively for Carr last game. I think the shoulder was bothering him quite a bit. I'm wondering how that's going to be going forward. I'm thinking that he wouldn't have played at all if it was really that big of an issue. So maybe mm-hmm. another week he's all right. Also, Alave just had a very uncharacteristic game. Mm-hmm. Five targets, one catch, four yards. That ain't going to happen again this season. So I think he bounces back. A vulnerable uh, Patriots secondary, right? That's what I was going to say. J.C. Jackson, they did just get that trade, but he, he's been dealing with weird off-the-field issues and hasn't looked great even on the Chargers, which is why they traded him. Yeah, like, like gun issues? Something. Yeah, he, he had a warrant out for his arrest because he didn't go to court for some, some of that stuff. In, I think and he didn't go to court. It was in Massachusetts, so it's just so happens yeah. that you're yeah, he back. Was, well, he was the guy that got caught in the plane or I don't know. But, yeah, now, you know. What a guy. So... I just think that they're going to bounce back. Uh, Shahid's another great piece. He's running 74% of routes. MT still got good uh, routes run, 81%. Kamara, he looks like a goal mine in PPR. He had 13 catches last game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think Derek Carr is back to dumping it off to the back. He's got his man. Uh, New England, not much to say there. I mean, I just don't think they're a good team. I've said it before. I don't think Mac Jones is good. They don't have good receivers around him. Juju, I mean, he was the big sign-in. He's down to 38% routes run now. Bourne, who had the hot start, down to 59% routes run, which isn't good. I just don't think that they have any flow, any rhythm. It's, Stevenson's the only salvageable piece mm-hmm. in like fantasy, mm-hmm. but he's had a tough start. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he could turn it around, but I just don't think, even at home, I don't think it really it matters like that anymore, playing, it, playing in Foxborough. I think teams can go in there and win. So because of their secondary being uh, so vulnerable this week, right, that's the reason why I'm only going with New Orleans. Yeah. 
That is purely the only reason. Because of the fact that they still... They got the receivers they, to expose it. Yeah, if they had Christian Gonzalez back there... He's, out, um, he's like out for the year. He sucks. He looks great. Yeah, he's, he's going to be out for, for... Is it for the year? I know. He, I think he, they said he had surgery. I wasn't sure if it was like probably, four or five It probably weeks. will be because they're not okay. going to be a good football team. And yeah. It's like, why play them? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they have a lot of injuries back there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, they just get caught... With a with a bad week, once again, nothing really to. I don't think there's really much to discuss here. Like, I think I'm gonna stick with it. Where I see New Orleans walking in there, um, bouncing back. After I would love goals. to see Michael Thomas just have a big game one day. He's again. due. He is, he is due. due. I mean, I, I have him. He's had I've good. had him on fantasy, but like more so because of the fact that he hasn't had many uh, people like talking so like highly of him. You know, everybody wants to. He's been a great underneath for target for, for, for D.C. He did have that pinky injury. That's what it was. Where I'm just like, you don't say you got a pinky injury and then you're out for a whole season. I mean, he definitely has been a little off-field disaster for them a few years. Yeah. I think he's back mentally. I think he's balled in. Yeah. I think that Alave is a great compliment for him. I, I, I draft him in a league. I, I think he can he can have a good season. So far, it's just been... A little underwhelming. Yep. He's, he's he's getting catches. It's, it's not turning into much. He's got to break some tackles. That's that's the thing I have noticed. He's just he's catching like his little you know um, mid range routes and and not you know no not much yak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so both going with Saints there. Yep. Uh, next one, big old division rivalry. I love this. It's I a love great one. this game. Love these every twice single a year. year um, we're going to cheers before we, oh, we yeah. talk about it. So I, I, I put this rivalry up there with um, Eagles-Cowboys. For sure. And um, Chiefs-Raiders. We're I, talking Baltimore at Pittsburgh. It's probably a top ten rivalry in sports. Yeah. I would say two like, I mean their 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 fan bases hate each other. <laughs> I know. I mean, I I my two brothers are Pittsburgh fans. Yeah. So, <laughs> believe me. Yeah. I like, know. <laughs> um, I, I have once again shout out Ronnie. Yeah, we always give him a shout out every single week whenever we talk about the we'll <laughs> talk the about the Ravens. He's the only he's the only Ravens fan that I that I pretty much know. But, um, you know, they uh, yeah. I, I mean, with this game, the biggest thing is that. Pittsburgh just looks really, really, really bad. I'm tr- I'm trying to figure out when is Matt Canada going to go ahead and get fired because this is like you guys you guys just got royally embarrassed by by Houston and Houston now looks like a team where we have to put a little bit of respect on because they're competitive. They're yeah. competitive, yeah. extremely competitive. CJ Stroud is looking like a dog. He looks He's looking like a dog. I mean, so. He he did his thing against against um, you know Pittsburgh last week. I agree with you here. I think Baltimore got, walks into walks into Pittsburgh. Um, I honestly think that it is a tough game still, just because of the fact that you know Pittsburgh doesn't really have too many holes on their defense. They're still solid. They're just on the field too much. That's that's where. That's Maybe where a lot, earlier in the season it, it'll ha- it's it's fine. When we start getting to 
the tail end of the season, that's when you're going to start seeing these blowout games because these D-backs don't want to be out there that long. You're going to have these these fat old linemen that are going to be, like, gassed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think that Baltimore has too many weapons. Um, I would, I would, yeah, I, I think that Baltimore walks into there and, and has a clean game, and, and it's going to be a tight one. I still, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say by set, by seven, by score, by by five, by touchdown. Yeah, it's usually a tough divisional matchup between the two. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh does normally do a pretty. I think a, a solid job on Lamar yeah. you know, in the past. Yeah. I mean, they, they, obviously he's had his games, but they've had theirs. They know him. how to play him. Right. They know, like, they know Tom, how to play yeah, Tom, Tom yeah. knows. He's smart. So here's my analysis on both teams. So the Ravens have been – defense have been on a roll the last few weeks, right? So they – and let me just say for the record, <laughs> I picked Cleveland last week to win versus Baltimore. <laughs> that they, Watson was supposed to play at that time, okay? Had I known Julian Thompson-Robinson was going <laughs> to start, my pick would have been different. <laughs> so I, I got screwed there. <laughs> anyway. Um, no take backs. Mulligan, asterisk. Um, yeah, so they, they're, they're going to have another decent matchup this week just because the offense has not looked good. So I think that they're, they're, they're a good play this week in fantasy. I think they were like the number one ranked defense this week. But uh, only 19 passes last week for the Ravens. That's all they needed to clobber uh, the, the Cleveland Browns. That's how good their defense was doing, mm-hmm. right? So Mark Andrews did have his first splash games, five catches, uh, 80 yards, two touchdowns. So he looks like he's ready to roll. Something to note is Bateman and Odell are going to be back this week. So maybe cutting the Zay Flowers, but I still think he's the best receiver there. So Zay's, are, I think, still going to shine over there. Absolutely. Yeah. Pittsburgh, so yeah, they, they haven't looked great. A lot of it is on Canada. I, I do agree. It, it would be in their best interest to move him as soon as possible, mm-hmm. I think. See what other minds you might have within the organization. Get ready for you know that next year, whatever. I don't know if Tomlin's got to call. Whatever you got to do, Canada mm-hmm. ain't it. Then with my – the other thing, though, Kenny Pickett, I know he had the knee injury now. He's supposed to play. I like him. I still, I'm not, I'm, I don't think the fans should give up on him or anything like that yet, but I do have to say, I, I, I would think I would have seen more by now. He has shown flashes at times, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, maybe not enough. Right. So that's the only thing that concerns me. I do think they're missing Deontay Johnson badly. I think we all maybe see now how important he is to that offense. So that being said, I think they're going to struggle again this week. I think the Ravens take it. Like you said, they go into Pittsburgh and get it done. Uh, something to note that, to, uh, I almost said Tobias Harris. Najee <laughs> Harris actually didn't have a bad game last week. 14 uh, carries, 75 yards. But him and Warren are just neck and neck still. So just just know that. Um, and also Warren, though, he did have all the fourth quarter snaps. So that's something to note as well. But they were going to come from behind script. Yeah. But Baltimore's going to take it. They're just, they're just a better team right now. Get, they got some more guys back this week. I think that they're going to eat. They're going to win. Yeah. Um, I do want to correct myself for last week. I think I mentioned that Fels Pittsburgh, that I would move uh, Deontay. I would actually move Najee. <laughs> I think Najee just needs to be moved to another team. Um, I just think Warren's better. I remember that there was earlier in the offseason when the whole JT stuff was going on with, with the Colts. People were saying that there should just be a clean like trade with JT and 
Najee. Get both of them a fresh start. So yeah, who knows? We'll see. So, um, moving on to the next one, we have Tennessee at the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yes. I'm gonna let you start this off since these is your team, these your boys. Yeah, you don't have anything highlighted, which is funny. Yeah, because every week, I- every week, Dex has somebody highlighted on here, which I know that that's his his pick. He has nobody picked right here, so I'm not, I'm thinking. Hmm, well, the pat, what we got what every we got week going? I've picked for the Titans has been wrong, so I was like, whatever happens <laughs> in the moment, whatever I'm feeling, I'm gonna pick this week. So let's just go through last week real quick, right? Titans look good; they clobbered the Bengals. Burrow was eating the turf left and right. They were getting to the quarterback. Gosh. It looked fantastic. Yeah. Now, Higgins did leave the game. That definitely helped their secondary a lot. Henry had a vintage game. He's back. 22 carries, 122 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he even threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> so I said a week ago, maybe he, it's not looking good for him, but I think maybe he can be efficient enough and have some of these good games. Spears is cutting into him, though. It's, it's close to a 50-50 split. Spears has a role. He's going to have a big game soon. If he's out there, I'd stash him away. Uh Okay. That's just my opinion. It, he will be the guy that Derrick Henry hands the torch to. He's going to well, be. The, I was going to say, because I have DH. Yep. No, he, he's. So I might need to look at that now. Tajay, he, he's cutting into, he, you know, 60% of snaps yeah. for, for Henry, 52 for Spears. That's very close. Uh, so Titans historically played mobile quarterbacks pretty well. Okay. So let's talk about Indianapolis. They came back 20 to nothing last mm-hmm. week and won. Yep. On the road. Right? Was on the road. Anthony Regardless, home, Richardson. on the road, don't matter. Beautiful. Anthony Richardson, 10 rushes, 56 yards, one touchdown. They weren't worried about that concussion. They were rushing him. They were, they were letting him loose, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. His completion percentage has to bring that up. That was not a great passing effort. But you know what? It's about if you win the games. And he has that winning, um, that uh, just, he has it, right? You can definitely tell that. Uh, he has some, some winning uh, DNA in his, in, in his uh, veins. So it's going to be a tough game. JT looks like he might come back this week. So I think that he's seen what they're able to do. He, he wants a, a piece of it. Uh, with Zach Moss, he got 18 carries last week. So, I mean, you can only imagine what they're going to give to Jonathan Taylor. Right? So I'm excited about that. I got him in two leagues. I've just been waiting. We got the good news. He is ready to rock. He looks like he's healthy. He already said contract talks, end of the season. So my Titans still going to take it, though. I'm going I'm to go with your Titans. I'm going to go with my Titans. They're going to go on the road. They play well versus Indianapolis normally. They do well versus mobile quarterbacks. The defense is looking locked in. The offense looks better. And okay. not only that, Derrick Henry has great games versus Indianapolis more often than not. I'm unfortunately going to go against you on this one. Okay. I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I don't trust the, I ju, I, I just don't trust the Titans. Colts are a very young team. I mean, Steichen, first year as a head coach, I he don't think he's, he's doing, doing. I don't think he's doing a bad job. He knows what he's doing, bro. Yeah, he knows what he's doing when it comes to um, you know, coaching uh, Anthony Richardson with, and also the plays that he's calling as well. I just think it comes. I just think it just comes down to, you know, who has the right plays at the right time, right? You know, right. 
definitely. With with Tennessee, there's those sparks. I mean, they're another dog team. That yeah. t- never you pretty. cannot go ahead and, and count out Tennessee in any game at all. Braves, so, baby. You know, I would say that that is something to be said about them. Um, but I, I, I'm just going to sit to my pick. I think the Colts go, you know, that they stay home and they win it. Yep. Um, Anthony Richardson just looks like a he, he, he looks like a baby Cam Newton, man. Yeah, he really does. He looks like a baby Cam Newton. It's um, it's interesting. It's it interesting. It's fun to watch. I just uh, so my camera said that the maximum time recorded was reached. I'm thinking it may be just being in 30, 30 minute increments because it's recording again now. Okay. So well, I think it would be good. Yeah, we're right. be good. The video may be a little rookieish. Don't judge. Hey, we're getting better each week. We're upgrading each week, each week and each that's week. part of it. Yeah, we we if anybody has any mic suggestions, like uh, actual official mics, I, I'm we obviously have to buy. You know, put put some money into this. You know, um, good thing is is that me and my wife that we we are moving out of this apartment December first. We'll have a house that we're going to be not buying, renting, um, but so we'll have maybe a little bit more official space. Better set up yeah. when it comes to. The uh, the podcast, so very excited for that. That's all more to come. Um, that was all sidebar notes. So let's go ahead and cheers to go ahead and get back into the uh, pod. Carolina at Detroit. I think is an easy one. Go for it. Let us know what you think about um about this game. I mean, I'm I'm agreeing with you on this one. I think Detroit takes this as well. Yeah, Detroit's at home. I know they're not going to have a Monroe St. Brown this week, it sounds like, which, real quick, listen how much I got screwed. Three rece- four receivers, Amonra, Alave, and Ayuk, and DJ Moore. I had DJ Moore on my bench because Amonra, Alave, and Ayuk would be the guys you start from one to four. Who are you going to start? Yeah. Um... I- I'm not wrong. The process was right. Oh. But I got screwed. Luckily, I have him in two other leagues. He was starting. I did see you had him against... Um, you're playing Ryan Reed this week. <laughs> I am. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, and <laughs> I, saw, TJ, I saw him say last, actually. Yes, TJ, he was like, I, I have no way of well, winning this game. I offered TJ Jalen Warren and DJ Moore for Stevenson two weeks ago. Well, that deal ain't on the table no more. That's for sure. Well, um, I waxed him last week, so... That was funny. So yeah, but yeah, Carolina and Detroit. So Detroit, I just think it's going to be an easy game. I mean, uh, Montgomery, I, we all saw what happened. All green zone touch, all eight green zone touches. Gibbs had zero. He got all the touches uh, for the end zone. Seventy percent of snaps for him. Thirty-eight for Gibbs. Even without uh, Amonra, I just think that they have enough firepower. Williams is coming back this week, I yeah. think. So, Laporta, they're going to be fine. Carolina, just they don't look good. 204 yards total for Young. I mean, when Dalton was – he threw for 366. Uh, something's wrong there. Now, he, do you think this is last year for Frank Wright in the league or no? No, I think they're going to give him a little more time. Yeah. I, I do because I, – I just think that there's – At like, least two well, years. It could be – all right, so then after two years, and it's like, is he done in the league at well, we're saying because when you could have taken Stroud and you took Bryce Young, if you got that wrong, you ain't going to be on the team very long. Right. And, I mean, that – you would want that – like, you want to root for these teams that have, like, these young guys and 
I I mean I don't have any faith in in their in their backfield with with Miles Sanders and them also using Chuba Hubbard and and whatnot like that. Just, they're, they're another one. They're they're close to fifty fifty. So Sanders has been a little more of a disappointment after getting paid. Uh, I know he was hurt la- a little bit hurt last, so maybe that's what cut into it. Really but they just the they just don't have a lot good going for him right now. It's, it, unless yeah. they get a trade like they've been talking about, through, I don't think it's going to be a good season for them. I think it's going to be an easy game for Detroit. Yeah, um, I think Detroit definitely takes this one. Detroit, you know, continues rolling. Um, Detroit puts a you know puts the legal notice that Detroit is back. Detroit football is back. Um, I like them. I like them. I just would love for Detroit to find a way to properly utilize Jameer Gibbs. It seems as if he's being underutilized over there, um, or I don't. I don't know what's going on. It's like every single time they get into. I mean, listen. Obviously, any team that has David Montgomery back there, you're gonna he's run David Montgomery. Too. He's a good player too. But you're also gonna probably utilize him in the red zone a lot, right? Which they have. They've utilized him in the red zone a lot. But still, there's there's something to be said with this young guy. I was upset that they didn't use him that much, um, you know, the week that, that Montgomery's out. But um, hopefully this week, you know, it should be an easy game for them. So hopefully, you know, they, they start mixing it up in, in that backfield, you know. I think, I think each of those boys get a touchdown this week. I'm going to go ahead and... And, and make that prediction. Well, you, you know, I, I say this a lot about players, right? I said about Dalton Kincaid. Gibbs is another one. He's coming. You know, it, it's you just have to be patient. I just had to do that to you. Sorry. Uh, I said, Paul, no, like, you don't get it. Never no, mind. I do get oh, it. You, do. you just have let me say it many times without <laughs> doing that. So, <laughs> whoop, went over your head too many times. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he he's going to be a factor soon. It, it's just... You gotta be he's someone you gotta be patient with. He's worth it. Don't I, I'd still stash him unless it's the right deal. Hold on to him. It, this could be an interesting week with Amon Rao. I wonder if they put him out a little bit wide sometimes. Yeah. You know, so. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. All right, Houston, Atlanta. Yeah. Um. <laughs> once again, another one that I don't disagree with at all. I think Atlanta is once again like they they play well at home. They're a gritty team. They don't know how to utilize their their stars. Number one um, tight other, end, other than Bijan, their number one receiver, but they know how to use Bijan. Outside of that, they don't know how to use anything else. Um, but the, I think that they have a good defense. That's pretty much well. I don't want to say like a good defense, but they have a competitive defense. Yeah. So. Do I think that it's enough to go ahead and win this against C.J. Stroud and those fearless Houston Texans? Um, no. I think the Texans go right into Atlanta. I think um, Stroud has a big game this week. Like When I say a big game, um, I mean, Nico Collins is going to go ahead and I think have have, have a big game against, against that secondary over there. I think that they're going to... Um, you you go. What's what's the other guy that that um, Tank Dell? Tank Dell. Tank Dell is another one that I think could also have another. But he he can have a bounce back game because I know right. last week he didn't have that great of a game. Right. Um. You know, CJ Stroud. I, I think that overall Texans. I think score five touchdowns in this game. Okay. 
They score five touchdowns, whether that's C.J. Stroud running in one, but I think he's going to throw a couple, um, throw a couple or, or more than that, and you know the rest is to be said. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I got Houston too. I, I think they're red hot right now. Yeah, Stroud looks great. Like I said, the first two games, uh, five I think in six sacks. Last two zero. That line's not good. Okay, so something's to be said about that. Yeah. So all those guys are are making the excuse that oh the line's not good. To an extent, yeah, but this man's doing it, right? No Tunsil and, and company. So, yeah, they're red hot. Nico Collins is an animal. I mean, he reminds me of the prototypes back in 2000s. Just the big boy, you know, contested catches. Ju- just str- a man among, among boys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, nine catches. I'm sorry, nine targets, seven catches, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Just a killer game. He, I agree. I think he's going to continue his dominance. I think Stroud goes for, clo- if not close to 300. Yeah. Uh, Pierce, something to note there. His snaps, uh, you know, cut down a little bit. 63 for him. Singletary got uh, 42. Uh, Pierce is only averaging 2.8 yards a carry, so that's not good. So I'm wondering if they're going to mix some things up in the backfield. Yeah. Atlanta, I'm just not a fan of their offense for obvious reasons. They're just bad play calling. Uh, <laughs> That's not, your boy. I, I, he, he's a coordinator, not a coach. You, you've said it best before. Uh, he's just, he, he, I just don't love what he's doing out there. P- I know Pitts is coming off an ACL, but just he's not being used right. He's running routes 83% of the time, but his target share is 13%. That's not Ew. good at all. Ew. I mean, he's running but 83%. That's elite, but... Ew. And Johnny Smith, he he I, he had over twenty percent last week. I mean, Johnny Smith is a good compliment to Pitts. I think they can be on the field together because right. they're they're kind of different, right? He's more like a bulldog, and Pitts is like kind of yeah. like you know the athletic boy. Yes, yeah, the receiver. Um, but I just I just think they just have a tough passing game. London's going to continue to suffer because of it. Ritter's just not the guy. Yeah. But on on a positive note, Bijan looks fantastic. Fourteen hundred five yards, five catches, thirty two yards. Uh, Algier, I think at this point, is nothing more than a handcuff. Mm-hmm. He can't really be starting the lineups. Yeah, Houston wins. Houston wins that one. No no debate on that one at all. Um, next one we have are my boys, the good old Philadelphia Eagles. Give me a soft. It's your boys. Los Angeles Rams. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of people that, you know, are for some reason saying that they're nervous about this game. I don't know why. Um, I think it's the travel. I, I get that. Um, that's the only thing that I would be nervous about. Also, I know that Cup may be coming back, so that's something to be said. Is he going to be Cup, though? Is he going to be Cup? Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, I, I just don't think that Stafford can stay up or handle that that front seven that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, our linebackers are actually not, not looking too bad. Morrow... Had a really good game last week. Had four sacks. So well, how? Yeah, you guys. Were, that was how's getting. Man, yeah, he's, he's on he's, Thursday. He's taking some brutal. Hits. He he was getting smacked. <laughs> um, birds right now. They're they're winning. You know, tight games, but they're winning. Exactly. I've said it all this week about how, man. If AJ Brown was a salesperson, I I would probably be his number one customer because as soon as he said this, I was like. Yes, I believe this. I believe this 1,000%. Um, where he said, you know, teams don't want to be playing their best football right now. And it's right. true. Um, they're still figuring themselves out right now. They're still, 
you know, seeing different teams, different teams are facing them differently. They're lining up differently and whatnot. Um, they're obviously still able to do what they can do. I say give them a few more weeks. I mean, obviously, we have a bye week coming up. After that bye week, we have some tough games coming up with, yeah. um, I think, in that stretch, it's like a Dallas, San Fran. Buffalo. Buffalo. Um, so uh-huh. it's going to be it's gonna be a tough a tough uh, few weeks of, um, during, the, during that stretch. Yeah. I still think that this week, Eagles win the game. I think that this is, honestly, I think the Eagles win by 10. Um, it's, it, it, but I think it more so comes down to if our secondary can also contain the, the Rams, you know, offense, as long as our front seven can go ahead and get to the, to, to the quarterback. I don't think that Stafford's going to be able to do much out there. Um, right. So yeah, no, I, I, I think birds got this cleanly against the, against the Rams. I do agree that they're going to win. I mean, I did have that small pause. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie because, you know, sometimes the flight when you're going from East Coast to West Coast, it, it can be a lot on guys. But I think they're fine. They're they're well prepared team. They've been in big games before, so this ain't going to be nothing, right? Yeah. Um, AJ Brown, yeah, he he killed it. Thirteen targets, nine catches, 175 yards, two touchdowns, including that beautiful touchdown where he just was. Following his Love blockers you, and it was it was awesome. Yep. Uh, Swift looks awesome still. Uh, he's out snapping Gamewell sixty four percent to thirty seven percent. They must be listening to cracking a cold one because I said they got to give him the rock more, and they're doing <laughs> it. So I just think that's going to be either a further trend or it's going to be like this, like a sixty forty split, yeah. right? Uh, and he had the two green zone to Gamewell's one. So the secondary is my biggest worry. You know, I, I know you guys have your guys back, but you guys have given up a lot of yards, you know, to some receivers the last yeah. few weeks here. So, Curtis Samuel Tuka, was going off last week against us. Right. You know, and just with those guys, like the quick twitch guys, quick yeah. twitch guys like Puka, Cup, Atwell's a great compliment to those guys. So, yeah. you know, I, 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 they're no one to overlook, but I agree with you. I think the Eagles ultimately will, will prevail. I, you know, the Rams are a surprise team, but they also just – Gave up a twenty nothing lead and lost to the Colts. So, and the Eagles are certainly better than the Colts. So, they're, yeah, Eagles going to take this. Kyron Williams, just to know, he still is just having a dominating role. Twenty five carries, hundred three yards, two touchdowns, just out there all the time. He is someone you want to hold on to in fantasy. Yeah, yeah, no, he's especially with that uh, that trade that they just made. He's definitely going to be that that number one guy over there. So, oh yeah. All right, so. We are going to move on to the next week, which we have good old Bengals and Cardinals. Um, this would actually be like an easy easy game to go ahead and choose and say, yeah, Bengals, you know, but it's a game that with the Cardinals losing last week, you know, maybe that they're a little pissed off. Maybe they want to come out this week and try to – you know, shock the world again and and beat another another notable team, or do the Bengals actually freaking want to wake the hell up and start winning some games and actually play Bengals football? That's where I think I'm going to lean over towards the Bengals on this one. I do think that they still have some some things to to, to work out over there. I don't know what it is that that it is they need to work out, but. Um, I don't think that the Arizona, you know, train ride of 
them riding this high of being like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna Tying be a competitive team. Yeah. We're gonna be t- yeah, this close. Nah, nah. I I don't think this happens. I think Cincinnati walks in there. This could be a game where they they go said, you know what, we're gonna come out here, we're gonna play Bengals football, and we're gonna show them who we are, and you know they can they can put them through the, through the dirt. I'm not gonna predict the score on this one though. I'm just gonna say Bengals. <laughs> Yeah, no, I have the Bengals too. I've said it the last two weeks, but I do. I'm I'm tripling down. I I think this is the get right game for them. I mean, I can tell it's it's the injury to Burrow that's that's really been been hurting them. That offensive line, he's get you know. I know part of it's because his mobility isn't there to, to move in the pocket, yeah. but the offensive line isn't helping him. He he's definitely uh, hitting the. That's hitting always the, been an issue there. Yeah, he's hit, he's hitting the, the grass a little too much there. I also think honestly, some of the small departures on offense are actually playing a role. Like Hayden Hurst was a nice little target for him. Samaj P. Ryan in in the passing game. They're not big names, but in that system, they were they were impactful players, and yeah. and I think in with some of what's going on now, I think they would make a difference in helping. You know, uh, so I do think they get it right this week, with or without Higgins, uh, Mixon. He has a great role. Like I was saying, he's the he's the guy. He's getting like all the carries, but it just hasn't translated yet. I think this could be a game that that he gets right. I think he has a great matchup this I would week. Love that. Uh, so yeah, I'm with you. Jamar Chase is visibly upset, so he's someone I could see just ripping it up this week. Is he? Uh, the Cardinals they, they they they've they've played teams very close. I, I, minus last week, obviously, the Niners um, brought them back to earth, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. they they have uh, the the cultures there, right? Like they they play hard for gang. And I said, I you know I was surprised because I I thought he was like the Michael Scott of coaches coming into the league, right? <laughs> uh, but they do have, you know, they're kind of smart. They're gonna. If, I don't mind them trading Mark Marquez Brown this year because why just keep him hostage right now? Right. I don't think he's a receiver one. So this Michael Wilson, he was a breakout, right? He was the uh, the, the hot guy on the waiver wire. Seven uh, targets, seven catches, seventy six yards, two touchdowns, seventy four percent of routes run. I think he is coming. He he might be their their alpha guy uh, going forward. So. Ertz is another one. A lot of targets, a lot of routes run. I know he's old, but the usage is great. Arizona's just not going to have enough in the tank. I think Cincinnati does what you said. They play Cincinnati football. They get back uh, and, and start their role here of, of climbing back to being a competitive team. Uh, right now, we're going to give that for uh, New Heights. <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. I know they always do that. And they're from good old uh, Ohio. So... Yeah, no, that that I think that'll be um, an, an easy game to to go ahead and choose from. But uh, moving on, I love how with the Eagles and the Jets, how like it's highlighted with the green and it matches like obviously. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, at least on mine. Yeah. Well, yours I think would more resemble like the Eagles because it has the black with the green. Mine's oh, like you said the white. The white. And, oh, I see. I see. Like I see. mine looks more like Jets over here. I see. Um, so we got Jets in Denver. Um, Stinker. Yeah. Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson. The Wilson battle. The Wilson battle. Uh, I think Zach wins this one. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of, of Denver. There's just a lot of things that they have to, they have to do over there to, to clean up. There, there's just a lot of drama, I feel like, that's going on internally. Um, you know, Wilson had an amazing game last week against the Chiefs. He bounced back. Had an amazing game. I would say, listen, man, 
If you're going to lose, take that out. You lost, lost only by three, take that out. Take that out, boy, and just move on and pick it up and move on because nobody's going nobody's gonna to go ahead and hold that one against you. You, you balled the hell out. Yeah. You put your heart on the line out there. Um, you know, so now I think, I think Jets win this one um, going into Denver. Um, I think it's also just more so the fact that I think the, the Jets have a better defense. I'm a big defense sure. guy. I, I love defenses, and I think that defenses like essentially, obviously, win championships and win the game for you. Who can go ahead and you know talk bad about Sauce Gardner? I mean that that boy yeah. is is a dog. So I think I think the Jets just win this one easily, not easily because obviously they're they're both bad teams, <laughs> yeah. but I'll say that that they they just win. I'll just say that they win. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm picking the Jets to win this. I think I, I agree. Wilson looked a lot more confident out there. Mm-hmm. They they definitely must have had a good week of practice playing the Chiefs. It it it, it was a, it was nice to see him be competitive with Mahomes, right? Yeah. Which you everyone probably going into the game, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. That's for sure. But I think they ride the momentum of that. I think they carry it over because to your point, they lost, but losing by three, you know, just just. Giving them a run for their money when everyone thought they wouldn't. Yeah. It's huge for their confidence. It was really nice to see them try to make a huge effort to get the ball to Garrett Wilson. That's how they're going to win games. That's how they're going to be successful. 14 please, targets, please. nine catches, only 60 yards, but more will come, right? He ha- when, when you have these tough offensive situations like this, you need to get your ball to the playmakers. Mm-hmm. Wilson. Hall, those guys should be getting the majority of the Preach. ball. And Hall's now, we, we heard he's off a of pitch count, so I think he has a huge day. Preach. I think Wilson's going to have a huge day. Preach. And I think Zach Wilson's going to continue to be all right this game because he, it's a great match versus Denver. The Chiefs were regarded as one of the top five defenses, right? So he, he did all right with them. He's going to continue it. I think Salah is the coach for him. Salah has had his back the whole time. It might... It might be for he might he might be on to something. I, I'm not saying he he is the guy, but he might just be the guy that is able to get him to play good enough. Again, the defense gonna eat up that Denver team. Denver not a lot to talk about there because they came back on the Bears, impressive. But the Bears are not a good team, right? What I just think that uh, Russell still doesn't look fantastic. Just not the same. Better than last year, but just not good enough. Javante Williams did have that hip injury. Not sure how serious that is, but he hasn't been got, uh, going too well this season. Anyway, slow start off the ACL. McLaughlin was the another one, hot waiver wire ad. He did look kind of shifty, but I think that's a little bit fool's gold. I'm not sure I, yeah. be, I believe in him. Uh, Marvin Mims is someone that I think needs to be on the field more. I just think he's electric. I with that team, Judy hasn't worked out. I don't think he's going to work out. Yep. Mims and Sutton, they're actually guys that play well. I think they cater to Russell Wilson's game. But it's just not going to be enough, even at home. Defense is Swiss cheese this year. Are we getting them back on board to the Jets hype train? I don't the- think they have play. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But I think that they are going to play better football. But what if Aaron Rodgers comes back? It's not happening. I don't care what he's... I mean, he's walking and, and stuff, which isn't very normal when you have an injury like that, but... Ayahuasca. 
We'll see, man. Ayahuasca. I just don't understand. Are you really going to come back just to probably hurt yourself again? You're, I know. You're like 40 years old, dude. Well, my only thing is, is that I think he's he would come back but... to win, to compete. I cannot win. To compete for the Super Bowl. And that's only if yeah. they make it to the playoffs. I guarantee if they make it to the playoffs... We're seeing Aaron Rodgers shoot back up. Do you do you really think Zach Wilson is gonna beat Tua and 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 Josh Allen twice? He has no. to do that in order to make the playoffs, basically. Um, I th- I think he could be. I think he could split with Tua. I would give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't t- didn't did they already play each other? One of them already played each other. Was that the seventy the seventy point game? That was no, no, that was Denver. That was Denver. Yeah, no. no. Um, no, I'll take I'll take a look we'll, at that. We'll, we'll get back to that. All right, moving on. So we got Kansas City and um, we got Kansas City at Minnesota. Uh, so we're we're agreeing a lot this week, actually. Yeah, some of them are obvious. Some, yeah, I mean, th- this is what this is another obvious one: Kansas City against Minnesota. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas City as well. Minnesota just doesn't have a good defense. They don't have a good defense. They they couldn't hang with. Although Kirk, he balls, man. He balls. His, he he does what he what he needs to do. You know, he balls out over there. Um, this is probably the first year where he's not the reason why they're they're a bad team. You Agreed. know, it's mainly just because of that that defense. That defense is horrible. Agreed. Um, they have no way, I think, in this week of being able to, you know, contain Mahomes. Um, I think Mahomes goes off on them this week. What the one thing I'm just, I, you know, I think obviously Kelsey's gonna go ahead and go off, but the one thing I, I just wish that they had more of just like definite, definitive targets that they they would utilize. They have a lot of just no names or just they're shuffling the deck. They're man. shuffling them a lot. I would I would just like a little bit more continuity. I think that's what it is, continuity yeah. with that team. But hey, they're they're figuring out a way that that, that works. It works for them. I'm not gonna go ahead and complain. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Chiefs. I'm with you. I think they win. Mahomes had a very uncharacteristic game. A couple turnovers. Just didn't look sharp like he normally does. The Jets, like we said, they, they're not a bad defense, yep. so they definitely played them well, affected things. But I think it was just a fluke game off. So he's gonna he he tends to bounce back off them. Uh, again, I agree. I think Kelsey will have a bounce back game. I I, I don't think he's a hundred percent. I I still don't think so. But he's he's obviously he's doing well enough. He's getting nine targets, six catches. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, nine, uh, yeah, nine targets, six catches, 60 yards. But still, um, they're shuffling, like to your point, they're shuffling the deck a lot with everyone mm-hmm. else. Rishi mm-hmm. Rice was the one, he, he, was, he he's kind of at 50%, but everyone else, it's either right around there or below. Uh, Pacheco looks pretty good, though. Uh, he had 20 carries, another big game, 115 yards and a touchdown. A uh, he, he runs so hard. It looks yeah. like he's like trying to hurt the grass when yeah. he's running. It's kind of funny, but... Uh, Minnesota, I think they'll get some points as they do. Yeah. Justin Jefferson will get his. He, you called it the two touchdown. You said multiple touchdown game last week. You didn't have over a hundred yards for the first time. Which but I wish I would have put that bet in because then I would have like I would have hit. There was, was a, there was a person that went ahead and put a bet. It was for AJ, um, Stefan Diggs, JJ, and I think one more player. For two touchdowns for two tutties oh last weekend, God. and they hit. All they put was five dollars down, and they hit for twenty five hundred dollars. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. 
need that payday. But look, yeah, Minnesota, the, the one thing I'll note is uh, Cam Akers, I thought, looked pretty good. I, I said, even though Madison had a solid day last week, I, I think that Akers is going to cut into it. I think he's the better back. I mean, he was a second-round pick. Remember that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that he could either make this a 50-50 split or overtake Madison in time. So yeah. that's something to monitor, I think, going forward in fantasy. Cool, cool. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, start part two to our uh, episode of week five. All right. Back at it. Back at it. Part two. Um, I think actually it's pretty cool that the Spotify for podcasters, that they put the episodes all into one. Just them together. Yeah. Yeah. So when you hear it, there's a little bit of pause, but hey, we're back at it. So. Yeah. All right. So we um, obviously just finished off. Part one with uh, Kansas City and Minnesota. We're going to keep on with, with um, the rest of the week of the games. We actually have two more games left. Uh, so we're going to go on to Dallas at San Francisco. The game of the week, in my opinion. I think so, too. Game of the week. Could be. Could be. I, 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 I think that the NFL probably should have looked at this one and been like, you know what, let's put this one a little bit like later in the season. I would have loved to see – obviously, everybody wants to see this, the Eagles and the Niners. So, I think that's properly, like, scheduled. Right. You know, maybe the week after. They, they have some history, too. There's a ton of history yeah. here. Oh, yeah. That's where I'm like, you know, I don't think that they have, like – I don't think San Fran hates well, Dallas as much as they point. hate us because oh. we were the ones that knocked them out now. So, it's like it's they more, were doing everything to Dallas of – That's a brewing rivalry. Yeah. 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 You too. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The Niners and Eagles, like, yeah. long term. Yeah. And now that they have Hargraves over there, um, you know, he, he's already said that when they come to Philly, he has to go ahead and stay true to his colors and stay and, and be with his, his team. Like, if anybody, uh-huh. you know, says anything, like, I'm like, ah. Well, traitor. Traitor. Yeah. No, um, Dallas at San Fran. I don't disagree with you on this one. I'm going to uh, side with uh, Ryan Reed and his Niners. Um, I honestly, there's not many weeks that you'll hear me pick Dallas. I mean, obviously <laughs> last week I picked Dallas, I think it was. But um, I they play the Patriots. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I, I, I don't like Dallas. I'm a Birds fan. Come on. Well, that's why. Why would I, why would I want to pick them any any. any at any point. But anyways, no, San Fran is a is a really good, really good team. Best team fits um in the league as of right now. Um CMC is on fire. Best running back in the league. Absolutely. One thousand percent. Absolutely. There was something I saw yesterday where it said fully healthy, who's better, CMC or Saquon? CMC. I think I think CMC. CMC I love Saquon, Saquon because I of um, you yeah. know, Penn State, yeah. you know, days and all that good and stuff. he's great. But, Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's great. He's on, he's on just, another gear right now. CMC is just yeah. amazing. He, he's, he's, out, he's out of this world. Um, you know, Ayuk I, is, is one that I, I'm a big fan of. He's becoming one that I love personally because I wasn't sure how to look at him when I drafted him this year in fantasy. And I drafted him actually pretty late in fantasy. Mm-hmm. But he's been... He's an alpha receiver. After, I think it was the first week, he didn't have such a good week. But after that, he started, like, having a pretty – I mean, he had a, he had an outstanding second week. And then he's been doing really, really well ever since then. So, 
you know, hopefully that continues. Um, not sure what happened with Debo. He has an injury. And last week, I, I it, it really looked like they basically just looked used him as a decoy. Oh, it was piss. He, uh, I he saw that he had three I total had rushes and, and, no tar- and no targets, right? So I, I assume he's going to be healthier this week, probably have much more of an impactful week, to your point. Ayuk is killing it. Ayuk is the prototypical alpha receiver. Yeah. Debo's a very good receiver, but he ain't Ayuk. Like, Ayuk makes some of these grabs that are just like <sighs> – it, 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 they're different. Debo, the, the the run after the catch, like him and DJ Moore, I think, like we saw that yesterday. They're kind of similar build, just yep. kind of like that little bulldog. Like, so I Debo's going to be a factor. But look, I, I said it. Ayuk's going to dominate the targets because yeah. he's just a master route runner, great receiver, contested catches. Kittle suffered again with him back. I said that with him back, those guys are good. But Ayuk's number one. Purdy just has a great connection with them. Yeah. To your point, CMC twenty carries. 106 yards, three touchdowns rushing, and then eight catches, or I'm sorry, eight targets, seven catches, 71 yards, one touch, four total touchdowns, 13 straight. Another guy, another uh, anytime bet next week. You got to put him on the list until he yeah. misses, basically. Yeah. yeah. So they're looking phenomenal right now. Uh, Dallas, look, they look good too. The defense definitely uh, figured it out. Life without digs, it looks like they, 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 they did better. I know it's the Patriots, but uh, they look phenomenal, right, right at home. Uh, Dak and CD, the connection continues to be very good. CD, I just think, looks like a different receiver, a lot more confident. He yeah. he is a receiver one now. Last year, he just had flirty games, right? right. So I, I, I do agree with that. Ferguson has taken on that Dalton Schultz role. He's another one running over 70% of routes, seven targets, seven catches, 77 yards. Good stat line for a little tight end there. Yeah. So. Uh, modest game for Pollard, but I, I do, you know, I think more better games are to come. This is going to be a hard week versus a good San Francisco run defense. I just think that the defense is going to be a little too much for this Dallas team. I think they're outcoached with Shanahan versus McCarthy. I just think it all plays a role. Dallas is on the road. Just going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Everybody knows my thoughts about McCarthy when it comes to coaching, so I, I agree there. Um, San Fran over Dallas. Yeah. Last game of the week we have is uh, which another one where the color just matches with their <laughs> their colors. Uh, Green Bay at, at uh, Vegas. Uh, ooh, it's a I tough don't one. Know why that? I just like like now swapping my mind back and forth with who do I want to go with? Do I want to go with Green Bay? Do I want to go with Vegas? I I want to go with Green Bay solely because I I like I like what they got going on over there. I do believe in Jordan Love that he can. He can go ahead and put things. He can put things together and 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 win games out there. Um, Bakhtiari's out for the for the whole season. Is it the season? It's the season. I know they put him on IR. I didn't know. But, oof, that's a big loss. So, he can't stay healthy. I just he's always hurt. I mean, he's amazing yeah, when he's in, but always yeah. hurt, man. The last three four years. So, I I want to say Green Bay, but I just don't like the fact that he continues getting beat up. Um, now, this is the thing, that he's going to have Christian Watson back. Right, he made his debut last week. He's going to have um, Romeo Dobbs out there. Yep. They, him and actually Dobbs have been doing pretty well together. They've, they've had some sort of like rapport going on. Dobbs looks uh, amazing. I, yeah, and I, and I love it because I just picked him up in fantasy. He was on, he was on a waiver wire. And I was like, should have been. I was like, whoa, he I'm, I'm been. picking him up now. So, um, 
Not, yeah, I think this week with, you know, what what you have Vegas that they have Marcus Peters lining up on against one guy. Uh, do you know their their other secondary? I don't, but I think there's a reason for that. It's not that good. <laughs> Marcus Peters is the only one that I, I. That's why they signed him. I mean, he. I watched. I listen. I watched one game of the Raiders this year, um, and Marcus Peters just looks like a dog. Like when he just is out there and he just flies in front of the ball. Like he takes the chances. He's a gambler. He knows how to read the eyes of a quarterback. He does. so well. So made a living off it. I think that um, if there's any reason why the Ve- why Vegas wins this game, I think it's because of defense. Okay. I think defense goes ahead and helps them win this game um, this week. Well, Crosby action. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you get you get Crosby. Going out there and, and and having a field day. I'm not big on the Vegas uh, offense right now. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you on this one. I think Green Bay takes this one in Vegas. Um, Lafleur gets his gets his win. Yeah, I got Green Bay. I mean, it was a tale of two halves for them last week or right. you know, Thursday night, right? They were down, uh, what was it, 27-3 to three at half. 23 total yards. Didn't look good. They nope. did roar back, though. Second-half uh, team, man. Second-half team. They have been. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they make, that's what LaFleur, LaFleur does. He makes good adjust, in-game adjustments. A lot of coaches don't have that ability. He does. Is that a good thing? To make in-game adjustments? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, not in-game adjustments, but, like, that the fact that you're a second-half team, like, should well, you, no, should that means you, that your your early preparation, your, something's being missed. That's what it is. But I mean, but I mean, that will come in time more, right? I think that the fact that they're able to 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 tighten up at times, make those adjustments, expose things that they weren't doing in the first step, I think that that says a lot about their team and character and the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So I think they have that on their side. I like their their their. To your point, I under I underestimate their talent this year. Watson made his debut last week. He looked okay. Definitely still trying to ramp up with that hamstring. But, yes, Remyon Dobbs looks fantastic. 13 targets this game again. Yeah. Nine catches, 95 yards. Great rapport with uh, Jordan Love. Kind of his little safety blanket. So I like him going forward as well. Jaden Reed is not a bad little slot guy either. He's made some really good plays for them. Musgrave got out of the game with a concussion, but – I think he's a good tight, young tight end, too. So I think they just have some good things going for them. Someone that's looked like absolute dog shit, though, is A.J. <laughs> Dillon. Are you even kidding I me, bro? dropped like, him. You I had was, the golden uh, opportunity, not one, but two weeks. Aaron Jones, not there. Even when he, he was there. He's hurt, and you still can't overtake that and have a good game. Not team. It w- wasn't all the teams that that the best run defense. So very disappointed with him. Yep. Looks like absolute dog shit. Well, I dropped him, so I agree with you there. I'm very close to doing it myself, but yeah, I think they get a road win. Just because, look, Vegas. I just think they're just bad coach. So so offense. So so defense. Like Devontae gets him, right? Gets his. He had another like solid game. Thirteen targets, eight catches, seventy-five yards. Jacobs had a better game as well. He had eighty-one yards rushing, a lot uh I'm sorry, he had eighty-one yards receiving eight catches. He did a lot of the in, in, in uh the passing game, but he had fifty-eight yards and a touchdown 
on 17 carries as well. So I, he's starting to maybe get ramped up. Mm-hmm. I, I said it last week. I said it again. He is the key to their success. They need to be able to run the football, uh, allow Jimmy G to play play action. That's what he excels in. And then that will open things up for Adams. I think the receiving core is solid. But I, again, this is a team that's just handicapped by their coach. Uh, McDaniels is a, is a coordinator, not a coach. Simple as that. He just he can't lead men. He's not a leader among men. He's not. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm sorry, Justin. Uh, but yeah, I was gonna say he, he's gonna be like, "Whoa, I'll be talking about my boy like that." I'm sorry, but he shouldn't be your boy if you're a Raiders fan. <laughs> um, yeah. So Green Bay takes this on the road. I, I just think they they kind of have a bounce back week. They had a, a extra day's rest from Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. That was a good, good coverage of uh, those weeks. I mean, or these games this week. It's going to be another, like I said, another exciting one. We got some, obviously, some teams that are on bye this week, which sucks when it comes to fantasy. Oh yeah, because I hate makes things harder. Goodness, I had a lot of players out, so we'll we'll that we'll just leave that at that. So let's move on to our next one because um, I'm actually really really excited about this one with in regards to the top. I gosh, I just said it. I just caught myself. I said within regards. Uh, yeah, son we're trying to, of a trying to shit. It's all right if you say a few. Son of a shit. Yeah. We're going to cheers. All right. One thing we didn't do, we didn't take a shot. We should have did that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. All right. Um, actually... One of the things that I wanted to announce today, when we um, are back together and, uh, you know, recording and whatnot, um, so essentially like week seven, after week six, we will have guests on the pod. So um, we'll be releasing them in regard, like with who's going to be, I almost said it. Who's going to be uh, joining us the week of? But there's going to be a, a fun week I have in mind. Where we'll, I want to have my wife on here. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. She, she gotta, uh, she gotta give some of her input on this. We'll, we'll have a fun segment with her. If anybody knows my wife, she's a former Eagles cheerleader, big dancer. If anything, she'll, she'll. Criticize those dancers out there, I tell you that much. So we may have to go ahead and have a segment in regards to... Gosh, I gotta stop saying in regards. We have to have a segment that we're covering <laughs> the top five and the top... Um, the top five best dancers and the top... Or the, uh, the last... Yeah, the you know bottom what, five you dancers. Know I can't speak her. right now. You but know what's a good one for her? What's a good she one? can do some research on this when she before she comes on. Top five mascots in football. There we go. That's a perfect one. There we go. Top five mascots. That's going to be That's a fun the homework. One. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next segment. We're going to talk about these uh, the, our, our coaches, the top five worst coaches that we we have in mind. Um, I'm going to let Deggs go ahead and put you know let explain to to you his list, and uh, I'm going to go and explain my list. Yeah, so at number five uh, on my list, I have Ron Rivera. <laughs> I think he just proved again on Thursday night why he is not a good coach. Look, he, he's had success. I know he's gotten to the Super Bowl, but I just think the game has passed. He's one of those coaches. It's going to be a theme with some other ones. 
he, the game's passed him by. He's just too much of an old school coach. Um, the the offenses are never good, and when his defense is not excelling, it's a problem. And that's happening again this year. I like the talent that that team has. I think that there should there's like like last game they should have been way more prepared. Right. And they weren't. It's a team that they definitely could have beat after after playing the Eagles tight, who's a great great team. So I just think it's a testament of him, you know, not having it no more. Number four on my list, I got Brandon Staley. I think a lot of people think that he just doesn't have it. He can't finish games. He makes crazy calls. Did you see that video? Santi Samuel Jr., he he caught the pick. And he's the one telling him to go down. And there's like two minutes and and change left. And it's like, no, bro, there ain't no one catching him. No. Let him take it to the house. Yeah, yeah. So he, that was the reason that they got the ball back after that. The, the Raiders did and had a chance. But mm-hmm. So stupid shit like that. He just don't have it. If there was a competent coach over there, they'd be winning way more football yeah. games. Yeah. Okay. That, that loss in the playoffs wouldn't have happened. So yeah. number three, I got Matt uh, Eberflus. Look, I know they had a great game this past week. Maybe he's changing the tide a little bit, but I just think that they are just not using those those players right. There's a lot more talent on that team than that they're showcasing. And there was so much hype coming into this year with Fields, DJ Moore, the defense, all the signings, TJ Edwards, like people like that. Edmonds from yep. the Bills. Yep. And they just haven't they haven't panned out. It hasn't looked good. And I just think it co- it goes to leadership. They had that defensive coordinator issue. I just think this co- they need to clean I know it sucks. But I think they need a clean house. If they yeah. want to salvage, you know, with fields, if they don't want to, you know, move. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting with them having looking like maybe the one and two picks here. But I just don't like him as a coach. Uh, number two, I got Mike McCarthy. Uh, I just think that's another team. If they had a competent coach over the last few years, they would have way more success. He's mm-hmm. another one. Games passed him by. He had Aaron Rodgers before. That's why he won the Super Bowl. I'm not saying he wasn't good in that time. He definitely competed with those coaches. But again, the game has changed dramatically. And he has not, uh, you know, stayed with the times now, right? I I just think, I think he's a silly guy. I just don't think, (laughs) I don't think that, you know. I love that, 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 uh. That analogy. I think well, he's just a silly guy. When you when like if you look across the field from him, if you're the opposing coach, yeah. you're probably kind of chuckling a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So he's my second. And then number one, <laughs> I just think Josh McDaniels is a terrible coach. Again, I said he's not a leader. He's another one, makes Sorry, crazy, stupid decisions. I think he's a great offensive mind. I think he would be a great coordinator with a great if you have a good coach, he's a good complement to that. But he just rubs players the wrong way. Yeah. He doesn't know how to motivate people the way you're sp- – I mean, he – it's kind of like he, – he reminds me in ways kind of like Bill O'Brien where it's like he, he's, he's a pretty good coordinator, I think. I know yeah. this year yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, it's a tough year. But I just don't think he's a head coach. He's, he's, he's another one, right? I, maybe the quarterback could be better on the Raiders. But have they have a better coach right now over, the, over these years – do they win more ball games? Is is DC still there? Mm-hmm. Right. So those are just things I think they're in play. He's someone that I just absolutely like. Some of these other guys, nah. I guess they're all not head coaches. <laughs> yeah, that's my list though. Yeah, that's my list right now. So after actually looking, because while you were you were 
look you were discussing, I wanted to look at the you know, list of teams. I'm just like, is there anybody that I'm missing? Right. And a part of me wants to replace... A part of me wants to somehow put like, actually not not replace, but put like a five A five B Ron Rivera and Jonathan Gannon. So it's I knew you were gonna say him. He was on my. He's like my honorable mention. Gannon, I don't think so. Is a head coach. They're the, playing uh, hard for him though, which is so. Pew, su- pew, pew, I know. Pew, pew. I, Michael Scott. I know Explosives. Michael Scott. That's really what it is. Like, what? But yeah, <laughs> who? Who who rode the bus here today? <laughs> that was such a when he said who rode the bus. I'm like, really? That was such a weird thing to say. Yeah, I I, I just I agree, I agree with your list. I, I don't think that any of I those only guys, didn't play him, put him on the list because that I would team, probably that, honestly put I would probably honestly put Gannon over McDaniel's as number one. Well, no, no order. Yeah, just no mean, order in, yeah, yeah. in general. But he could be... I got you. Because if we're going in order, I would say Ron Rivera is number one. You think he's the worst coach in football? I think he's the worst coach in football. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's the worst coach in football. And then Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Brandon Staley is up there, too. My 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 dislike for, for Brandon Staley. Man. You know, um, with the, the Chargers... I talk about them a lot every year about how I wish they can go ahead and put something together. And it's just like what Dyke said, where if they actually had a competent coach, maybe that team would go ahead and be something. But they obviously don't. And now we're seeing this. I mean, they literally just gave up J.C. Jackson. and it was For, just for like, jump change. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, screw it. Like, we're just going to figure this out over here. Like, maybe it was, let's go ahead and clean out some, some dirty laundry and, and figure things out. Um, I really think that they need they just need to go ahead and clean house when it comes to their coaching staff. Yeah. Get new coaching staff, get somebody in there that's a little bit more competent. Um another coach, I would say, honorable mention, and it's only because I think that he probably should have just stayed where he was at. Sean Payton. I'm sorry. Really? You have he had he it's another one where you I don't had, think he's a worse coach. It's it's not not the worst coach, but not the worst, but he's in that list because this season certainly the same way how we're judging Matt Eberflus, he he's going into a team that he's inheriting these players, right? They were able to go ahead and get some players, but he's inheriting a lot of these players too. He was expected to come into there. I know him being the main Make reason run at the division right. that they go ahead and they turn things on, right? And they haven't. They've fallen flat this whole entire season so far, so. I'm that, not with, ready with to put him, him in that I'm list not, yet. I, there's, there's, I want to give him one more year. Yeah, he's one that I will say I'll give him one more year. Get him but his that's quarterback about it. first. But that's about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if I want to give him. Like yes, because then what? What is it? Because we're saying it, man. All right, so then what are we going to do? We're going to give him his quarterback, and then we're going to say give him another year. Give him not a, necessarily. So now we're giving him two more years. Not necessarily. I I, I think it comes to a point where there has you, to, you got to cut the cord. Well, with. it depends what that means. Are you if you get a young quarterback, then fine. You got to give him two years. If you're taking one of these guys that might be, um, like a veteran quarterback, right? Or so yeah, let's yeah. say Kirk Cousins or someone that's a little more capable. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Yeah. You know, but Kirk Cousins would not last in Denver. He. He looks like he hates being like playing outdoors. Well, he's in a dome. Well, he's in a dome, 
yeah, when, when he plays outdoors, when yeah. when he plays outdoors, his face yeah, turns like pure red. Yeah. So, no, I so I agree with your your list um, overall. Yeah. There's a few, like I said, coaches that I yeah. also think that could be on there. If it was a longer list, we can go on and on. But, yeah. Um, no, that that list is good. Um, all right, so we're gonna go into the betting segment. I'm gonna just give out lines that I think are good lines. Um, you know, teams that I just just looking at it, I think that that worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, I actually looked at it last week. I was off on two on two of them. That's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah so that's good. hey, I mean, I'm not gonna win them all. I have yet to win. Just keep a little record going well, forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have to keep a record. Well, no, no, no. no. Well, let's, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. You're like... Because then uh, I'm going to make a fool out of myself. I'm curious I'm about the like, record. Sh- I'm going to be like, son of a bitch. Like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and I want to talk about some, some of these picks um, that always. we have out there. Yeah. Now, I, I'm only going to put this out there just because... They're they're going to be playing early. I don't think anybody's going to be putting money on the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Bills game. But if you do, I honestly would say Bills money line. Just kidding. Go ahead. Dags wants to take the Bills money line. <laughs> it's not a bad bet. I mean, that's easy bet for me. I'm one that likes to play a little bit with fire sometimes. <laughs> um, I would say you take right now the the Jags are at plus five and a half. I honestly think that by the time that this episode comes out, That's a good bet. that line pr- could probably move to around six to seven. Six and a half, seven. Yeah. So I think if you're going in, I think wait, see if it's at six or seven, and then go in at that at plus six or seven. Um, but if not, I would definitely say that plus five and a half is not bad either. I'm sticking to my guns that I think the Jags can go ahead and put a tough game together for the Bills over in London, especially with uh, the Bills traveling over there. And the Jags there. have chilled over right. there for this whole week. Plus five and a um, half is actually really good. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. So I think I think that the the Jags could go ahead and cover that. Yeah, I like it. Um, let's move on. Uh, I am not going to touch this. This this Dolphins line is just like. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, that does not look like I want to I want to play with that fire right now. Um, the next one that I like, I like the Ravens minus four and a half. Yeah. Minus four and a half going into Pittsburgh. Um, once again, I think that Pittsburgh's just the, the, the team. I don't know what's, what's going on over there, but um, something's just not right. <laughs> something's just not right with, with that team. Um, there's just a lot to be, you know, said over there. I think the Ravens go in there. I think the minus four and a half is a good line. I personally would say minus three. Right. Um, you know, if you want to do a minus two and a half, that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I would say minus three would be good. Minus three and a half around there is a safe bet. I don't think that they. <laughs> there's no way in hell. I think that they lose this game. I think that they win this game by three or more. So that's my thought process. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll stick to that one. Um, next one as well, which whoa, I don't understand why you know the why 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 Vegas is doing this right now. But um, Texans are underdogs right now and in going into Atlanta. Um, it's because they're on the road. It's yeah, I think it's because they're on the road, but that's also I think. It, in my opinion, that looks like to me perfect, easy bet. Let me go ahead and take 
Let me let me go ahead and take my the Texans. You know, yeah. uh, Texans money. Their Texans line right now is plus one and a half. Um, so you can go ahead and and, and take the plus one and a half, um, or you can go ahead and take their their money line, which is at plus one ten right now. Um, but I like the Texans. I like the Texans. Um, that's that's a good one. Um, the next one that I am going to talk about is the Philadelphia Eagles against the Rams. Um, I think the Rams do play us a, a, a good game, good offensive game. With our secondary, I think that's our biggest issue right now. Yeah. And that is the one thing that every single week that we have to continue to, you know, try to figure out what, how can we, you know, face these teams or how can we go ahead and put pressure on these quarterbacks so then our secondary isn't having to be, you know, thought about too much, right? right? I think the Eagles do cover this one. Uh, right now, they're at minus four. I like the minus four. I would touch that 1,000%. Um, minus four, I would even say, you know, even like a minus six, if you want to go ahead and, and push it, you know, I like that. I also like the over. I like the over 50. Um, I think that it's going to be a, a, a high-scoring game between the, the Eagles and the Rams. So I, li- I like that over. Um, all right, I'm going to give you guys two more that I have in front of me that I like right here. Um, so I'm going to go with the Bengals versus the Cardinals. So the Bengals minus three against the Cardinals. I like the minus three. That's just a it's, – it's I think it's a safe bet. I think it's a, it's a smart bet. Um, once again, I think the Bengals go into Arizona and they, you know, they, they have a bounce back game and they're able to go in and play Cincinnati football. And then the last one that I want to give you guys. Oh, I'm trying to think of which one that I want to do. I want to choose out of here because there was a few here that I like. But we're going to play it safe. Actually. Screw it. Let's go ahead and play with fire. Let's talk about that Cowboys and Niners game. <laughs> I'm taking Niners minus three and a half. Um, I would, I, I like that line 1,000%. I think that they go ahead and they take that. Um, I think Niners beat the, beat the Cowboys by, by a score um, more than, I think, three and a half. So I think that they cover that easily. So... Um, you know, and, and the one thing that is to be said is that Brock Purdy is still on a tear. He's been doing extremely well against even, you know, better, you know, pretty pretty good defenses as well there. So it's not like he's he's sitting there playing against slouchy defenses every single week. Um, you know, he's been he's doing pretty well. I don't think the Dallas defense can go ahead and hold CMC. That's gonna be something to be said as well. Um and then, you know, they just have too many weapons on on, on you know, on the on the Niners to for for Dallas to go ahead and try to contain them. So, those are my bets for this week. I like it, buddy. Yeah, thanks for that. That was great stuff there. Yeah. Fantasy segment. So this week we're gonna do a lot that pertains to just figuring out your lineups uh, and just some some inside the number. Uh, you know, inside the line numbers here. So starting number one, I have this tight end target share leaders thus far this season. So at number one, we got Travis Kelsey, no surprise, 31%. That is absurd. Number two, tied for number two, probably two people you wouldn't expect. Number one, uh, or sorry, number one of two, Jake Ferguson, 27%. I told you he's taking on the Dalton Schultz role. 
Zach Ertz, 27% as well. So he's another one. Hey, now. Great role for him there. Laporte, I got him in fantasy, so I need that. I need that. Sam Laporte is right behind him, 26%. Uh, this is before the game on mm-hmm. Thursday, but Cole Komet was at 22%. Johnny Smith, 22%. That's Your pretty darn good uh, for having Pitts in front of him. TJ Hawkinson, 21%. Also, Evan Ingram. And then lastly on this list, I got Mark Andrews at 20%. 20% or above for target shares for a tight end, that's elite numbers there. Nice. So these guys, very good usage. You should buy low maybe on some of these guys like Ferguson and Ertz and, and John New. If he's out there, pick him up if you need one this week. Number two, running backs with the most targets and red zone touches. Tony Pollard leading the way with 48. CMC is right on his tail with 47. Kyron Williams, 40. Josh Jacobs, 38. Miles Sanders, 30. B. John Robinson, 30. Alexander Mattinson, 30. Kenneth Walker, 29. Rashad White, 28. Again, these are all elite numbers. Even though there's a big disparity from 48 to 28, Rashad White still having 28 red zone touches Tony and targets. Number one. That's. It just shows you the usage here, right? So some of these guys, even some of these guys, like in in between here, oh, Josh yeah. Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders, they they just haven't translated yet. Mm-hmm. But some they have some good roles here. They yeah. have you know, so it's something to keep in mind. They have high upside uh, um, touchdown uh, touches going forward, mm-hmm. being in the red zone. The only one on this list that I don't think is going to continue going forward is Mattinson. I think yeah. again, I think Agers is going to cut into that. Uh, number three, only running backs with 100% of goal line work. Okay. Derrick Henry, Ramondre Stevenson, Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley. I know he's been out. James Conner, Miles Sanders. Again. And David Montgomery. So, again, high touchdown upside. Uh, some of these guys like James Conner, Joe Mixon, they haven't panned out quite yet. So, Maybe see if they're available because, again, they have great, like, outside-the-box the yeah. numbers there, okay? Yeah. I did this last week, and I'm going back to the well after Nico Collins just ripped them a new one. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, opposing receivers just are going off. This week they play Zay Flowers. I think he needs to be in lineups. Unless it's really tough, he got some superstars in front of him. It's a fantastic matchup. He's going to have a big day, bounce-back day from a little bit of a modest one last week. Okay. Top 10 running back matchups this week, in my mind, okay? I got Joe Mixon versus Arizona. I did say earlier I think he's going to bounce back, maybe show a little something this week. Um, then I got ETN versus Buffalo uh, in, Ve- um, I'm sorry, in London. I got Jacobs <laughs> versus Grand- Green Bay. I think that he- he's starting to look like he's rolling. I think it continues there. Uh, we got HN. I think that just keeps going. Giants, they've just been <laughs> getting mm-hmm. murdered, you know, each week. Brees Hall. Off a of pitch count, uh, Denver's been just giving up yards through the air and the run left yeah. and right. He's he's going to be back this week. I think Mattinson and Akers do okay versus Kansas City this week. Okay, uh, Montgomery and, and if they give gives a shot too, but I think Carolina that's another one. They they've been giving up a lot recently. Bijan Robinson versus Houston. Houston notoriously gives up. Lot on the run. James Cook's been high. He's another one that. Oops, sorry. Versus, on, on the London yeah. game uh, versus Jacksonville, and then lastly, I have James Conner versus Cincy. Again, uh-huh. I, I think again the usage is there, so he's going to bounce back here, yeah. just like Derrick Henry did uh, this past week. 
So my top receiver matchups going into this week. So I have DeAndre Hopkins versus Indy. They've given up a ton of yards. Uh, Puka, Puka last week just tore him up. I think Hopkins is going to have a veteran game versus nice. them. Uh, Jamar Chase versus Arizona. I said he's, he is mad. So he's going to be playing angry and have a great game, I think. Tyreek Hill versus the Giants. Hill had a quiet game last week. Terrible defense. I think actually him and Waddle, I think they're both must starts this week. Uh, obviously, though, each <laughs> week. A.J. Brown versus the Rams. I just think that's going to continue. Those two look like they're in sync the last two weeks. He's just looking fantastic. I said it already, but Zay Flowers versus Pitt. I think Garrett Wilson versus Denver. They've been giving up air yards left and right. And then lastly, I do like Marquez Brown this week versus Cincy. I think they're going to be playing catch-up kind of and have to utilize the passing game a lot. Uh, Number seven on the list, I got... I want you to note this. Quentin Johnston ran 71% of routes last week in the, uh, with Michael, Michael Williams out. Mike Williams out. So that didn't translate to what you want to see. But look, they're in a bye now. And typically out of the bye, these rookies get much more workload. Okay. Yeah. So that being said, they need him. Yeah. If they're going to win games, they need him. So I expect to see big things out of him coming out of the bye here. Um, we could be looking at the same thing with Jackson Smith uh, Jigba and Zach Charbonnet. Okay. These mm-hmm. are high invested rookies. Be on the lookout. Okay. All right. Uh, HN. I just want to retouch on that. All three green zone touches. His routes jumped up to 67%. I still think Mostert will be involved, and they're going to be you know, sharing the role, but I think he's overtaken him, and he's the 1A. Mostert's the 1B. And lastly, I mentioned this earlier. I'm just going to say it again. I love him. Dalton, Dalton Kincaid. Kincaid. 79% of routes run. That offense is phenomenal. They put up 48 points. His time is going to come, okay? He is going to have a blow-up game. I'm telling you. I don't know when. It's going to happen. R-E-L. A X, relax. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. So that is what I have for you this week in fantasy. If there's things that you would like to hear going forward, stats you want me to look into, whatever it may be, I'm happy to do so. I love doing this. Yeah. So that's what I have for you guys. Hope it helps you with your lineups and um, your teams going forward. Yeah, man. Now this is this was a good one. Um, I'm I'm really excited the fact that you put Don Kincaid on there. Oh yeah, man. Uh, I've heard a lot of Don Kincaid in this episode this week, so I'm I'm starting him now. After after London, baby, maybe this is the game. I know Pitts had a huge game when he was a rookie tight end in London. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's the London maybe effect. Maybe yeah. I was gonna say maybe it's London effect. Well, now appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, you know have some video out for you this week. Uh, I will be doing tons of uh, editing while I'm traveling, of course. But you know, appreciate everybody. Continue to, you know, what I what I would like is to have any type of feedback and uh, also give us a uh, any topics that you have in mind as well. If there's anything in particular that you wanna you want us to cover, let us know and and we'll go ahead and cover it. Cheers to our audience on the camera. Cheers to our audience on the podcast. And uh, cheers to you, buddy. Cheers to you, man. Let's do it. Crack a cold one.